Yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. I'm not happy, Carl. Yeah, you don't deserve to be happy at all. And um, also on top of that, super bizarre week. Just because uh, Arsenal actually won. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal more than one. They had a 4-1 slaughter, and they beat Chelsea 3-1, and they beat Brighton. I mean, beating Brighton isn't such a major accomplishment. Nothing against Brighton. But yeah. A win's a win for an Arsenal side that has looked relegation-worthy early on in the season. That's the primary thing. They were looking horrendous earlier in the season, and now they're actually looking like they don't have moderate to severe plaque psoriasis because they're actually playing relatively well. Um, Only thing... I think that's a skin rash, but okay. Like, I think that's what that is, but... Yeah, probably, but like they're they're awful. Um, but they're, they're playing well right now, though. They're in good form. I just want to comment on one move that they currently did that I don't understand. That makes them awful. Their center back Saliba, who I, I believe I'm saying that right. Um, yeah, William Saliba, they just sent yeah. him to Nice. Why? Like, why would you get rid of one of you? the best young talents know. in Europe right know. now. Especially because Wesley Fafana is playing so well. Yeah. So well. Like, And Saliba was the higher-rated talent between the two last year when they were center-back partners. Exactly. So He played so much better. Like I, I don't understand, understand why he's not on the pitch. Literally, uh, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. I I remember one game where he was actually on the pitch. Like, come on, like yeah, I uh, think he's had a cup game, and that's just yeah. not that. That's not even a game. Um. So I saw a meme recently that it's just very very accurate considering where how I'm looking at the recent fixture results. Yeah. So it said watching Leeds is just so like. Kind of like a shit show. I'm pretty sure that the players don't know if they're going to score or concede six when they wake up in the morning. <laughs> and it's so true. They either come out and score five or they let up three. Yeah. yeah. And there isn't really an in between. Well, so I, I want to comment on the way that Spurs were playing in that game. It was sort of bizarre that they were actually able to win 3-0 because, like, Leeds does have a finishing problem recently, but two of those chances were, like, obvious goals. Like, what were they doing? And that would have shifted the tide of the entire game because afterwards, Harry Kane and Son were like, okay, so I'll carry the rest of the team on my back and actually make us win. And Harry Kane and Son combined, and three 0 is the result. But without Harry Kane and Son, I predict that Spurs are just gonna flounder like drastically. Like, what are they doing? Like, I do not understand their play style. Like, they're sticking with the same sort of counterattacking, like lots of pressure, and. It's just not working all the time. Like, I understand they were running the league, like, originally with that same style. But, like, you have to mix it up week after week. And they've just been trying to consistently do this, like, every single week now since, like, 
they got like the success against City and stuff. Like I, I don't comprehend what they're actually trying to do with that. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with you that they have to change. Okay. It's Mourinho ball. It is, but I feel like people are finding them out way too soon. Way too soon. They just won 3-0. Yeah, they won 3-0 against Leeds, who are currently having finishing issues and are currently, if we look at the table, sitting at 12th. So, no, yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Like, it's just sort of expected, like, at that point. But, like, still, like, two people carried that entire squad. It, and that's not it, necessarily true. That's just kind of how it works on the stat sheet. Yeah, that's fair. But You're like, forgetting about Hoiberg in the middle. He didn't play amazing, though. No, but he typically does. Yeah, and that is if fair. you're talking about carrying their team, he's part of that. But you can't have like three, four players actually carry a team, and that's why like I've been having issues with like. I feel Man like you. The I feel like season. you can. I feel like you can have three or four, or yeah, like three-ish core players on a team, and a couple cool. players around them. You can see like Villa. You can see like Southampton. Like they have like three, four players like to actually really try to like carry that team. And like year in and year out, they end up underperforming what they actually should like. But that's not just because they have three or four. That's just because they're underperforming. If everyone performs around the three or four and three or four perform well together and they make everyone around them better. A team can shine. Which is man. You, I guess I I was going to say, if you look at man, you as an example, it's they're they're like, well, well, no, it's, it's Bruno. It's just, it's Bruno. They're like, they're like a man side. And then you put Bruno on the field and he's the three or four. Well, he he's equivalent to like six people, like the way he's, he's currently playing. The most I important player on there. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, I need to go back to the Liverpool game. Yeah, because, that's entirely fair. Because um, first off, PP LC Sports, Ben Whedon, how? Yeah, calling that game is sort of a crackhead like, move. Um, props to I'm, you I'm, yeah. for, for getting that right. And props to you guys over there because I, I just I like yourself. It's I, a good I, read. It's a good read. I have to say congratulations on calling that. But what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Liverpool, though, in that game, they just didn't play well. At like, all? As, like, a competing side to Liverpool, of course, I love to see that. And I yeah, hate Liverpool, so I love to see them sort of flounder like that. But you you have Henderson and Fabinho back. Fabinho and, can play center back, but Hendo? Exactly. Oh, my God. And it's not even that I don't like him because I like him. He, he's amazing as a center mid CDM. And... I know I love Curtis Jones, and I've been saying this a lot, but honestly, where was he today? 
I feel like you can't put the blame just on him though, because where no, was no, no, Mane? No. I'm not. No, no, like he wasn't on the field. Yeah, that's I fair mean, too. Like, like Ox got the start and Shakiri got the sub in. Yeah. And I understand you want them to play because they're upset and it's January transfer window. I feel like uh, that's the primary reason. Like, I feel like like a lot of players just don't get the playtime on that team because there's so much talent. Yeah, I'm just sad they lost and I like Curtis Jones and I think he could have made a difference maybe. I'm really upset because I love watching Mane play. And, like, d- despite him being on Liverpool. I love watching Mane, and I love watching Mo. And well, you know what Liverpool really needs, other than a centre-back? What? Diogo Jota, to be healthy. That, too. He has been that sort of, like, screwdriver, like, do-everything. Like, he's kind of just been like, we need goal, I get goal. He's literally been like, we need assist, we need goal, we need, like, someone just to be in the right position so that, like, we can alternate, like, players in and out, like, perfectly. Like, he has been such a versatile player this season. I give him so many props. That actually hurts me inside, that I actually just gave props to, like, someone who isn't, like, the best in the world, like, as a Liverpool player, but... He has been playing amazingly. To move on, um, Leicester played a great game against Newcastle. Both of the yes. goals were yes. absolute bangers. Tielmans with that great first-time strike that I was just speechless about. And then uh, yeah. the Madison goal, perfect patience. Yes. He, he sent the keeper, and then he was like, all right, Dink. He was literally like, oh, so uh, you actually think you're saving this? Dive, and then uh, I'm putting it right by you. I can't take away Andy Carroll's finish at the end of the game to get Newcastle back in it. Yeah, that was an amazing finish, but it was also, like, I, I won't give it all to Andy Carroll just because it was off of, like, a sort of lackadaisical header where it was like, okay, like, I guess I'm going to, like, try to clear it, but, like, it didn't go anywhere. It was a really well hit volley, though. Yeah, I will agree with that. It was very nicely hit. But very, very well hit. to keep on going with another game that happened yesterday, uh, or yeah, yesterday, uh, the Man City Chelsea game. Chelsea just got outclassed. Like I'm a I'm a outspoken person in saying that I think. Managers need more time than they're allotted a lot. And I do think Lampard needs a little bit more time to figure this out. I do think he's playing players in the wrong position. I also don't necessarily know if he deserves to keep the job right now. I think his status as a legend is part of why he's still on the touchline. Yeah. But personally, I would give him the season. See if he can right the ship. You have a Champions League campaign to go about. And see what happens there, you know? Yeah, but I'm just gonna completely poop on them real quick. I mean, you can. They played, like, 
Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. With with Werner, he actually played that striker. They played Pulisic at left wing. They played Ziyech at right wing. They didn't play Havertz. You have, like, I just can't understand what they're actually trying to do with this squad sometimes. Like, you have to actually start, like, everyone if you really think you're going to do something against a side like Manchester City. Yeah, like, it's... They, they didn't even need Ederson, like, at all. The entire game. Like, the... They weren't even like in attacking positions like to get those goals. Like it, it didn't matter who they had like in goal. Man City literally just ran through them as if they weren't a top class team in Europe. Yeah, and they are. But like, yeah. I'm I'm not scared of them anymore. Like, also, the- I gotta pause and go back. We talked about the Liverpool game. Where we talked about Liverpool playing like absolute like crap. And I we will... didn't. We didn't give a shout out to Denny Ings for that ridiculous <sighs> oh finish, bro. I, I should have. I should have said something about that. You are completely right. Oh my god! Like, I know we were in the middle nuts. of Chelsea Man City, and we'll get back to that. And I'm sorry that we're like jumping around like lost puppies right now, <laughs> but that Denny Ings shot deserves to interrupt a conversation. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, like literally the the two goals by Lester deserve to interrupt the conversation, and that goal by Danny Ings tops them. So yeah, yeah, that, that was just beauty. The ball was up in the air. He hits it off his shin, up and over Allison side netting. Absolute beauty. It's you, one of those goals that you look at as a keeper, and then you just look back at the guy who shot it. You kind of smile and you give him a little clap that he can't see. Because there, there's nothing you're doing. Exactly. There's absolutely nothing he you're doing with that. He got beat. He he wasn't even caught out. It no, was just, not at all. He was in perfect positioning. It was just a phenomenal shot. Yeah. But, like, happens to the best of them. Like, Allison is still one of the best keepers in the world. So, I uh, Ready for the statistic? Yeah. Liverpool has spent over a hundred million pounds on Southampton players over the years, and it's the player that they sold to Southampton that scored the winner against them today. I'm making a straight face because that's actually so funny. Okay, Carl, we don't have a video. You have to respond. Yeah, <laughs> people can't see your straight face on like Spotify and Apple and stuff like that. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm just gonna laugh at myself. But uh moving back to the Man City Chelsea game. I heard a rumor that sort of uh really has been sticking with me and it sort of scares me a lot. I I don't know if it would it's happen. happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not enough like, money. Like it's not I, enough I, money. That's true. That's true. It's not like, enough money. And stop trying to build up suspense around it. At this point, anybody who's listening has already seen it. Yeah, reports Kane to City. Of Kane to City for 90 million pounds. That's just uh, not enough. No, like, they definitely will not take that. But I could no see shot. them trying to offer a lot more money for him. I could. But, right, like... They, they have enough money to just, like, drop money on anyone like that. 
I know. But and they uh, will. Would, he leave, would he leave Spurs? I don't think so. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know he if he would leave. I don't think he would. I, I think he's, like, really respectable. And I, mm-hmm. I honestly think he's, like, Tati. I think he's, like, Buffon. Like, he's just one of those players who, like, even though Buffon didn't start off on Juve, like, like once he was, like, he was pretty much live, die Juve for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I honestly just don't see Kane leaving. But we, we never know because they, they have enough money to buy anyone. It, it's scary. Yeah. yeah. So I want to I wanna quickly talk about the Palace-Sheffield match, but mostly just about Eze. Because if anyone hasn't gotten the chance to watch this young kid play, and I know he's 22, so he's not technically a young kid, but 22 is young. Dude's worth the money no matter what. He's more than worth the money. He was 20, or no, he wasn't 20 mil. 16, I'm pretty sure. No, I think he was more than that. Well, Carl, can you look up what Eze was worth? Yeah, I can check that real quick. All right. But whatever he's worth, he's or what he was bought from or for, he's been more than more than worth it. He's spectacular. He's so much fun to watch. The ball just kind of sticks to his foot. He can glide by defenders. His finish on Saturday was stunning. It was stunning. actually 16 mil. 16 mil? Yeah. Bro, they, they literally got the deal of the century on him. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that finish, he curled it around a defender, curled it around the keeper in a spot where the keeper couldn't get it. Carl, I know you said it was savable, but I personally don't think so. Yeah. Like, originally I said it's savable, but I rewatched the angle that you said. Um, so, mm-hmm. previously, like, I just watched it, like, straight up, and I wasn't watching, like, the replays of it. Um, after he breaks around that one defender, uh, like, pretty deep outside of the box, and then when the other defender is, like, pulling up and he shoots he curls it around. timed, he curls it perfectly around him and just yep. into the corner. Like, it was amazing. It, it was just, like, Bruno's penalty, like, perfect corner. Like, I, I have to give him props. It was a great goal. Yeah, it really was. No, really saving it, but like, like it doesn't even matter. Like it, they they played really well. Like I'll, I'll give them a lot of props. They're in good form. Like on random days. Like I I realize it's against Sheffield though, so like I am gonna sort of put a grain of salt in there just to yeah yeah say it's Sheffield, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. besides that. Good game. So, so coming up for Crystal Palace, they they got Arsenal. Yeah, I think that's a huge tell of Arsenal and if they actually just like run through them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, since you mentioned Arsenal, like let's mention like some of the goals like in that four 0 win. Yeah. Um, you definitely have to mention the first goal by Tierney. Great inside 
like cut and great goal. Like I, great I just have to give great him finish. so much props on that. That was a amazing goal. Finish. Um, and then I really want to mention the last goal by Lacazette. He was perfectly placed, like just to like nail the crap out of that. Like, oh my god, yeah, great he, goal. He kind of snapped his leg in a way, and that ball just. Like it did exactly what he off his foot in the bottom corner. It, that was it, a ripper. It, it did exactly what he needed it to. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I was impressed by that. But it's Arsenal, so screw Arsenal. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> um, another game this week that was surprisingly close, and like I just didn't think it would be. Because I I think a lot of this team, like surprisingly, I think a decent amount about Wolves. They are a very good team. Oh, Menez is out with a fractured skull. Yeah, I know that. But like the rest of the team are really showing because they're playing with Silva up top. I know, he, but he he's, he's one young. of those. No, but Raúl Menez is one of those players that drops in and contributes in every facet of the play. And he helps out defensively, and he's one of those players that help everybody play well around him also. All right, and you are speaking truth to that. So, so losing him, while I know he's the striker, the mentality affects the defense. And they're just kind of a lesser side without him. And it's only really showing what his worth is. That's entirely fair, but also, like, Rui Patricio like didn't have a great game like he could have saved that like final header it was it was sort of like a weird deflection so like i'll give him that but like he he didn't have a great game adam and played pretty well but like he's sort of out of it as well i think people who are really showing up though on that team are like neto uh nevis is playing pretty well and then like if silva like actually has like one or two good games like i i would call that a success just because the thing about silva is his age and he hasn't had that amount of like time that you've seen like greenwood you've seen foden like he hasn't had that amount of time so if you give him that amount of time like uh, yeah i have no doubts that fabio yeah. silva will happen at yeah. some point yeah, exactly. He's just one of those players like Zhao Felix sort of started doing that this year when like last year. It takes year, time I... to adapt when you go somewhere new. Exactly. I think it's about time that we jump ahead to start looking at some games coming up. Yeah, I think that's a great shout. So I'm I'm going to say right here and right now, Manchester United are winning against Burnley because we have not lost a game away it would home. be so man you to lose to Burnley. Shut up. We haven't lost a game away it from home. It would be home. so man you to lose to Burnley. We are winning against Burnley. It would be so man you to lose first against place away from Liverpool. And then with Liverpool's okay. current form, I'm predicting we beat them on the 17th. But... I think that's ballsy, but we'll 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 just keep on going for games like this week instead of in the future. 
Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I'm trying uh, to think. Villa Spurs is going to be good. I think that's going to be a big test. Yeah. For, I think that's a huge like, test. I need Villa. I need to see what Spurs can do against Villa. But it's a big test for Villa because they've been playing quite well. Yeah. Honestly, I could see a solid draw out of that. I could too. I could too. And I don't think either side would be completely upset about that. I, I think Grealish will dominate that game just because I feel like they'll try to put pressure on him. Like, yeah. he used it that last oh, game, Spurs oh. played such high pressure. Hold up. So speaking of Villa, if mm-hmm. anybody wants a good laugh, go to the NBC extended highlights of Villa Man United and go to, like, the 11-minute and 20-second mark. Bruno takes a phenomenal shot, and Emmy Martinez dives back and tips it into the bar. And you can hear one of the spectators in the background yelling, "What a fucking save, you!" And and honestly, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong, and it's just hysterical. And I highly recommend going to check that little clip out. It was absolutely picked up on it tonight, and I. The joy of limited fans is that you can hear the yelling of the individual fans. Yeah, I've really appreciated it. Like, just the little things where you can, like, hear players, like, shout, like, curses and little stupid stuff. And then, like, you can hear the fans also do it. It, It's actually really funny. Yep. Um, With the Newcastle-Sheffield game, I'm going to have to take Newcastle. Um... The way Everton played, I'd assume they're going to draw against Wolves because Wolves are at home. The Liverpool have 12 days off from facing United. Yeah. So if they don't get a center back back into their lineup, we're winning. Maybe. Uh, I'm saying it now. We're winning if you can't get a center back back in your lineup. And also, like, quick question for just, like, Man U in general. Yes. You you play, like, a 4-1-2-1-2, and you play really well. Like, I'll give you all the props in the world. And, like, you have... Bruno and Pogba sort of as like the outside center mids. And then you have in the middle Fred and Scott McTominay. But where the hell is Vandebeek? Like, did we just not sign him? I mean, you did. Like, he he needs to play. Like, he is like a top class player. Speaking speaking of signings, um, Windows open, and you're getting a winger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really happy with that winger, too. Ahmad Diallo. Yes, sir. That is he super sub in nice. half. He looks nice. I don't like it. He, he looks scary good. I don't want him to get here before the Liverpool game. Bro, if he was able, if he's able to play against Liverpool, 
like you should be scared because he if you don't have a center back like I, i'd be sus well, can we not talk about this right now i'm gonna have to keep on saying it <laughs> I'm excited. Like, I'm about to be first in, in the table. Like, what, what are you talking about, man? He's going to move up in the world. Just, just a, and Bruno. I really, really. It would just be so manu if they lost to Burnley. And, and Bruno is currently third in goals with 11 and third in assists with seven. And honestly, he is currently playing like the player of the season for me. But Harry Kane's also up there. Human songs also up there. Kane at ten and eleven. Yeah, Harry Harry Kane's like close second for me, but I of course have that bias. But I mean, Son at twelve and five, twelve and five is up there too. Yeah, exactly. Like Son. Emmy Martinez solitary. continuing to prove that he's potentially the signing of the season with eight clean sheets. Mm-hmm. And his performance against Man U didn't do anything to knock his record and only increased it because, oh my God, he had amazing saves. He's a phenomenal keeper. But I'm still going to call it now. Ederson's going to win it because of his team. But, like, I'm really hoping Martinez wins it because he deserves it. Oh my God, he's playing great. That's fair. That's fair. This Prem season is wide open. Like, last year, Liverpool had the whole league basically wrapped up at this time. And two years ago, it was a two-horse race with Liverpool and City. Yeah, and everyone else was, like, chasing a third-place spot. This year, we are post-winter break, basically. The schedule is about to normalize Mm -hmm. to some degree. And... First place and 11th place are 10 points. Yeah, this is one of the closest Prem seasons I've ever seen. And it's actually really fun this season. Like, it's just really fun to watch any game. Like, Like, any team can outperform another team any day. Villa has two games in hand over the rest of the field, and they could pop up to third. And with their form, they, they... Probably. Well, they would have to beat Spurs. Like I, I don't think they're. I, I'm gonna say that they're gonna tie Spurs. They have to beat Spurs and then beat Everton. I think they can beat Everton the way that Everton played, but I think they'll draw Spurs. The season is just. I'm loving it. I'm loving the the all over the place nature. I'm also loving that man use like sort of showing that, oh, wait, like we are all over the place, but we can still play well when we're all over the place. Yeah. Like with glimpses and like just random chances that are like really going our way. So I'm, I'm really happy with just like the randomness of like man you as well. <laughs> but um, back to the some of the some of these games that are happening this week um man city is definitely going to be bright in on wednesday like um yeah 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 well everton could be interesting yeah that that's a big throw up i I think i I already called that i just don't know what's gonna happen i called it as a draw i take newcastle over sheffield because sheffield can't buy a point 
Yeah, I called Newcastle just because that's obvious for me. And I'm calling Man U. I know you want Burnley, but... Well, I want Burnley. I'm calling Man U. Let's get real. Come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, This game on Thursday and Friday, though. Like... Yeah, I, I'm confident. Like, I'm going to pick Man U, but now that we're both saying that, like, watch Burnley actually win. You got any wood to knock on, Carl? Yeah. I think my desk is fake wood. Uh, I knocked on a wooden table. We're good. I really wish it was fake. Because... Nope, it's real wood. <laughs> Had to make sure. Literally, I'll, I'll go check, like, other wood in my house, too, just to just make, to make sure. sure. Yeah, here. Yep, did it again. Just making yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sus. But I'm excited just for what's gonna what's gonna come. The games that are coming up, they look they look good. We've kind of talked about most of them, honestly. Fulham, Chelsea. I'm not really sure what to expect because he never was. call a tie. <laughs> you calling it a tie? I'm actually gonna call it a tie because Fulham hasn't lost their past four games. They drew all four. <laughs> what is it going on? I I don't know. I I don't either. And then like I with the I, Arsenal Palace game, like I want Palace to win, but like I think the only thing that is almost certain is that Sheffield loses. Yeah. And like uh, I'm I sorry think, to Sheffield, but they just I don't I don't think anything else is pretty much set in stone this week. I think anything could happen, including that the games uh, on the 16th and the 17th, like a lot of those are toss-ups, but that that's too far in the future right now. Let let's look at more immediate things, and hopefully they come out the way we think. But hopefully, I didn't drink everything. <laughs> so we talked a lot about a lot of the games that are coming up. Um... I think it's fair to say that this is a total shit show and we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, tune in to keep watching the Premier League with us. Uh, transfer window is going to make this all exciting. We'll be back next week, uh, probably not on a Wednesday because of the scheduling with the Premier League. No games next weekend. Check our Instagram at the High Kicks Podcast and our Twitter at the High Kicks Pod to see what day we're going to be posting next week. Yes, sir. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe. Have a wonderful weekend. Adios.